Hello, and welcome to episode 49 of the Participation Trophy Cast, or for a random Tuesday afternoons when all your other podcasts have already posted and you've listened to them. I am your host, Brandon Nichols. <laughs> Joining me, Sam Spangler. See? It fits. It fits. It fits. That's what we are. Um, we're happy to be here. We're happy we are. I'm just, I'm, At least I am. I can't speak for you. Uh, I'm happy to be in my own house, I guess. Well, that, that doesn't say much for our or podcast. Do, or do you mean just podcasting you, you mean with be me. here at the yeah, podcast? Exactly. Oh, then yes, I'm happy to be here. I'm All like, right, there we go. I'm like, do you mean alive? No, because be honest, the podcast uh, almost ended a little earlier today. It did, so, it did. but it's back. Um, how are you doing, Sam? Good. Good. I'm doing really well. Played uh, some more of my Series X. Love it. It's do you? Ama- it's amazing. I love. Like, I will say what I talked about with being able to resume games. Like, yeah so much quicker i am finding myself just hopping in and playing more because i i feel like that delay that before would make me be like no i mean not that like it was ever bad i mean a minute two but it was enough that i'm like i don't really want to jump into this game because it's going to take forever but like all of a sudden with quick resume for some games being able to be like it's going to put me right where i was i'm going to be right right back where i was i'm not going to have to go through the menu menu screen is awesome and i won't i will say it's not fail proof there's definitely been times i've tried to load into a game and it's like quit out and then i've had to start back up but it's still so much faster any, loading any game that requires you to be connected to the internet it kind of sucks on i'm looking at you ea yeah anyways but but even um the medium which is the medium is not an inner game there's been right. a couple times i've joined it and it's kicked me out and i want to say i've beaten the game now i right. want to say it's a good it's probably about eight to ten hours eight to ten okay. hours and you know going through and maybe even you could maybe get it under six if you're not like looking at all the stuff um but that was a game so to continue our conversation that we had from spider-man is you are you enjoying that eight to ten hour yeah oh it's per well and actually so whenever i told you hey i beat the medium as far as my score would go right 6.57 it was actually maybe a, a touch too long still i'm really? like i could have seen this maybe being like six hours if you got everything and like even less if you just wanted to run through it. Right. Um, which, I mean, there, there was just a lot of like going from place to place and it felt like, man, like it's just having me go collect something here to then go back and collect something there. And even the puzzles themselves, there were maybe a handful that I were like, that was clever. But there, the rest of them, I was like, it literally was finding something and then going to whatever room to use that said item, which is used in video games all the time. It's not by any right. means like the medium, you know, is the only game doing this. This is like Resident Evil, like exactly, except you run into zombies and stuff with that. Um, but this game does have a little bit of tension into it. Um, I will say uh, playing it during the daytime, never was like concerned, never scared. Playing at nighttime, I was like, Ooh. a little <laughs> like, different. Little, little thing. Yeah, different. I was just like, okay, it's like a little bit of a, a mental thrill- thriller and um, the fact that your character is a medium and so she can kind of go between the spirit world and her world and then you discover things throughout that like where she's called to a place. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is a good 6.57. And I enjoyed it. It just was maybe a touch too long. If it had been shorter, it'd be more like a seven and a half or an eight. So do you think they could be using this as a proof of concept of how the game might maybe. be? I was actually thinking playing it. I was like, man, if Bloober, the team that created it, um, decides to do a sequel, I'm I'm in. Like I'm kind of like curious about this world, and I would just hope that they bring some of maybe a little bit more action into it. But it's like it's not necessarily that world. It's like a psychological thriller where it's like you don't really have weapons. You're kind of oh, like, so there are no enemies. You're fighting. There There's... are enemies. You're not really able to do much to them. Okay, which more is more like avoid them type. Yeah, thing. Okay. kind of more of like the avoid, but no action. Like no, no, okay. no, like major action. There are some pieces that you could probably say this was an action. You know, you did something that was like active to like 
actually um, to deter a monster or fight a monster. Um, but it, I will, and it, it also changes paces. Like I remember listening to another podcast and they were talking about when the wheelchair comes through, you're like, oh my gosh, okay, this is a different game entirely. And at one point I got to the wheelchair and I was like, oh, okay, well, kind of going where I thought it was going to go. No big deal. And then there's a part where I like walked out and this wheelchair just comes like scroll rolling into the scene. And I was like, well, that was really creepy. I don't like that. And it was at nighttime. So I was like, well, whatever, I'll go in. And then that's when the pacing, I was like, oh, <laughs> you don't mind if I open a brewski at nine no, o'clock don't. in the morning. You open it. Yeah. You get right to that. Hear all the carbonation from my delicious beer. That's right. But I enjoyed it. I would recommend you play it if you have a Series well, no, X I've, or Series S. I'm, it's in my line of things yeah. I need to play. I, I do want to play it at night. Yeah. And I have not had time. that opportunity to do it. So yeah. that's my... And like I said, Bloober, like props to them. The, the character um, design and stuff, like, eh, not the greatest, but the world is like, yeah, right. it looks really good and everything. Yep. And like kind of going between the splits, I'm like, yeah, that's interesting what you're seeing and everything that's around you. And the fact that it is shorter and you can kind of get through a little bit faster is actually nice because it's like, okay, I'm not going to be stuck in this world for 40 hours that you're just like, okay, let's get moving. Well, I didn't, I was, I had a feeling it wasn't going to be like, um, never ending Valhalla story, but I was hoping it was at least. Yeah. Actually, I think I was shooting, hoping for like 10 to 15. So if it, even if it's a little less than that, I think I'm okay with it. Yeah. And I I enjoyed it. And, uh, Troy Baker does a voice of a character in it. Um, but you, not that you would know it, Right. Uh, but he did did a good job. So enjoyed it. Um, but yeah. How about you? Um, anything doing well? uh, Yeah. I really haven't. Just drinking a beer. Drinking so a beer at 9 a.m. That's yeah, on my on Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Coke, people. Calm down. Um, I, you kind of jumped straight into the gaming thing. I had a question. Oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to ask you. Well, you okay. I'm ready. Wanda series finale. Oh. What did I'm you think? I'm glad you brought this up. What did you think? What? It's, the, it's a Marvel movie. They introduced two does, characters. It does. <laughs> it's the two characters that are basically the same as the other characters that they fought and then they defeated. It's just like, this is could. The, no, don't get me wrong. They did it as a TV series, and Disney Plus needs shows to like fill right. their, you know, interest, people coming to watch. But I'm like, this was a Marvel movie. I think it did an amazing job of setting up what else they could do with the rest of the series. Because I think they've basically set up uh, Fantastic Four from this. And I think the playing into the next Doctor Strange movie. And I just think there's a lot going on there that I think it, but you, so, so it was a, a huge they build was, up to a letdown. It was a nine series show that was basically the mo- a movie. Oh, I, that I was would like, have, I was I would like, agree. okay, like this is what every Marvel movie does. They introduce right. a new character, which Wanda's not new, but she's like kind of, you're looking at her personally. So that is kind of, so what did you, they did a big reveal of her actual finally having an official yeah. costume. What did you think of how that looked? I mean, it all looks fantastic. Like even like the fight between like vision, that's the thing is it's TV at the highest production level right. value. So it looks amazing. But like when you look at it, when you go, go back and look at it as a whole, you're like, it's just another this, Marvel. This movie. is just another Marvel movie. So does that kill your hopes for whatever Falcon? And no, it's, I'm still going to watch it. I mean, it's enjoyable. Well, I didn't say you weren't going to watch it, but does it lower what you think you're yeah. going to get out of Falcon? Yeah, I'm just something? like, this is, I was like, oh, they wrote a movie and turned it into a TV series. This is, and that's what I'm expecting now. I'm like, 
They're going to do the same thing with um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. They'll probably do the same thing with Loki. They'll probably do the same thing with this character. And I'm just like, I don't know. It doesn't. It didn't move it outside of what those movies are. Right. It was like the the only movie that really. Like I think China changed perspectives was maybe a little bit like Winter Soldier because it was like a spy thriller right. told with like action heroes, and then the rest of them have kind of been like, well, okay. And even then, you I think could that's argue why Winter Soldier is probably my favorite. Yeah, Marvel movie. and that's what you could even argue then. Like they introduced Bucky, you know, back coming back as right. like a super soldier. So right. hey, well, who's he fighting? A super soldier. But it also introduced the idea of Hydra and you know uh, Shield being kind of a front, and you know, right. like a lot of different things. I'm like, oh, this is a little bit of a different story told within that world, which I feel like that's what that universe needs. Right. And this was just more of the same. What's funny is, so my, my love of um, Marvel growing up was centered almost solely completely around Spider-Man, Fantastic Four and Wolverine and X-Men. Like that's the core of the Marvel I read growing up. I knew the Avengers. I also liked and loved Captain America, but I didn't read them. And I wasn't big on reading Avengers. So <clears throat> while I knew what S.H.I.E.L.D. was, that's you know really all I knew. When the movies rolled around and all this happened, and then we're sitting here watching Wanda, and I went, sword, sword, S.H.I.E.L.D. and sword. Oh my fucking God, that's hilariously awesome and lame at the same time. They have one faction that's sword that fails, or S.H.I.E.L.D. that fails, and now they have sword. And as I googled it. And then I also googled cuz a uh, Loki um I watched the trailer for Loki cuz I was like I was a little weirded out by the trailer the first time I saw it. I wasn't sure what I was watching. Um the organization that uh Luke will is it Luke we don't saw Luke. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson is in. I googled it to find some history and now that I know what that organization is that he's a part of, now I'm actually a little and I went back and watched the trailer again I'm like okay, now I'm a little more excited for whatever mm-hmm. Loki possibly could be. Loki's the one that I think looks maybe the most different from what the other series like the other movies right. and shows has done. I'm like, okay, maybe they can do something unique with I, this. I also think the premise now that I know what the organization is lends more to being a television show than like what Wanda was. Or what, um, probably whatever they're doing with Winter Soldier and Falcon. And to be completely honest, they should just hire um, my favorite director in the world, uh, Anderson, Wes Anderson. They should just hire Wes Anderson to shoot Loki. (laughs) I would be on board. Wes Anderson. 100%. 100%. You know what? Actually, just give Wes Anderson his own Marvel tv show and i will i'm on board just let him pick whatever character yeah. knows. give him whatever um give him carte blanche right. just like what's his face i love that guy that did the last thor movie i love his stuff mm. now i'm just like oh that's another thor ragnarok felt a little bit different i was like in the end it was kind of you know the baddies facing off but it felt a little because tone. of the director <laughs> because he's a hu- he's humorous God, he i can't rec- say takiti takiti wahidi or something that- takita wahidi right so, but he has i feel a different he has a different look. He's not looking exactly at like these things. And I, you know what? Now that I'm talking about it, even uh, James Gunn, James Gunn, James Gunn, I feel like has a different look at these movies in a different <clears throat> way. They right. kind, he doesn't look I, at it as just like this is just a superhero movie. But like, I feel like you do feel the Marvel machine touching their movies right. ultimately. Right. Like you feel the Marvel machine being like, oh, but you have to have a big baddie you face off against. Like regardless, right. you can't just let it be a story. And that's like the episode in Wanda. I think it was 
seven, whenever it was just like her backstory, I was like, that was my favorite episode. Oh yeah. It was that was solid. I was like, that was my best favorite episode. Gave more perspective into her life as a character. Gave you more ideas of like. Plus the acting in that episode was like. like let me be like. And that's, that's the thing is I feel like that's what they're failing on is like letting some of these characters act. I felt like that's with Winter Soldier. They let them act a little bit more. Now granted right. some of it was a little bit like over the top I feel like on some of it. But like, that's what? different. I felt like um, the end where like Captain America gets shot like 20 times by Bucky and I'm just like, all right, guys, like he's not going to die. You're trying to build tension in a way like this isn't happening. Like, let's just calm ourselves. I was just making sure you weren't going to say the elevator scene. No, that's that's very good. tension. (laughs) That's like where it needs to be, I feel like. Um, But yeah, there's just there's like there's a little behind it that I'm just like, man, I feel like they could take this and grow it a little bit. But they're keeping it like so safe in some ways that I'm just like, oh, man, I want them to move out of that safe zone. And hopefully they do with Blade. So with Blade. (laughs) Um, Hey, personal favorite. No, I know. I get it. Um, So I'll go back to the original question. And it's hopefully rated R. Uh, Let's go in there. So from what I've understood, they had to beg for... Deadpool. Um, Deadpool three to be rated R. It has to, and be. they and they they agreed to it. Yeah, but they also said they wanted. It was kind of like we prefer this be PG thirteen. Well, yeah, and of then, course and they prefer. I wish it, remember. I don't know what it was. There was something recently where they said they have no plans for any. Kevin Feige was like, there are no plans for any other rated R movies for Marvel. They need to Deadpool. with Blade. You think so? They just need to. Like, just Dude, go if all they out. don't, if they don't live up to the shower scene in the first Blade movie. <laughs> You've you failed. You, uh, I'm gonna walk in, and if nothing, nothing I'm just gonna be like, if within done, the first 15 minutes, if there's not like the most like badass action scene in any movie that's ever existed in the history of man, I'm out of there. Yeah, they should they should get. I think we think it'd be really cool if they got whoever some of the people that worked on the Deadpool show, not Deadpool, um, Daredevil. Yeah. The Netflix show, yeah. if they got some of those people, because that's, that's the type of well, and just think about it. Okay. Like okay. I mean, like now I'm now you got me going a little bit. Now you got me going. <laughs> Have you ever had in my mind a better introduction to a character that that, you than Blade? Oh, than Blade. Than Blade. Than, that yeah, I, I didn't know anything about. Think about it. Walking in, you don't know anything about this character. You're like, okay, oh, he's I see, a okay, he's, I see where you're he's going. a guy that like fights vampires. Okay, and then you go in and watch that scene, and you're like, oh, dude, this is he's legit. I mean, yeah, probably. Like, tell me a better scene. My problem, and and this is this is a me problem. Um, my problem is I've in these type of movies, I've already probably read or know most about most yes. of the characters. Yes, I understand. So I'm that. kind of like, and so to take you out of it and just say, what is the like somebody you don't know, which I know is tough for you because you like you said you know a lot about these characters, but think about like, okay, if you don't know a character, what character <clears throat> would, were you introduced to? It would definitely to? be top five. And like just another example, walked into the Matrix, no idea what this movie was about. I was like, I have no True. clue. Okay. And I was like, oh, right. what is this? This right. is amazing. And then like all of a sudden Neo is born in right. my mind. And I'm like, this character is like one of the top. Right. That I'm just like, he's the top. Yeah. I'm just no, like, I don't know anything it is, about it this is, guy. It's very high up there. Yeah. It's very. It built, it built in my mind, you know, vaults that was like, you know, don't know anything about Blade. All of a sudden, like, who is this guy? He's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's. I'm on board with whatever he does next. Gotcha. Um, so to back rewind to the gaming thing, um, I really haven't played a whole lot other than I put a little bit more time into Valhalla. 
I'm it's losing my interest. Oh, no. But here's the problem. It's not so much the story is losing my interest. It's the slodge of just doing and yeah. partaking I can understand in the that. story. And it's like and also it, for the first time and honestly, this might say a lot for the first time in, in the whole game, I feel at a point where I hit a I have to do this um this task and then you move on to the next section of the story. And I swear to God, this is the exact same task I just did. Mm. It was the first time that's happened, which is a lot of hours into the game. I'm like, this is literally the same amount of work I just did a second ago, which really kind of killed my some of my momentum to where I was like, I put my control. I think I was playing it on lunch a couple of weeks ago or like a week ago. And I was like, I'm turning yeah. this off. I, yeah. I need a break from this game. Yeah. <laughs> I what, what's got me is I'm kind of wanting to get back into cyberpunk just so I could start a different story and just, I don't know. I really like the world that they built for that. And just, I know there hasn't been any updates to it yet, but um, other than that, I've been, I've been, mm-hmm. I've got a, I finally have a good overall theme. I want for my Island and animal crossing <laughs> and with the Mario updates and the yeah. adding of the, the, I knew there was no tubes. way we were getting out of here with this <laughs> animal. Crossing. Well, so I, I put no in, complaint. Just no, saying, no, I just know there's, I no put, way. I put some time in a little bit more time into playing animal crossing, which actually is more than I have lately. Um, it's just I in terms of playing, I've been pushing the limits of the S in terms of like the quick resume and trying to see what it could do. Also the storage, which is kind of one of my bigger issues with the S. Um the uh I will say now that the stimulus has passed, um I am now in the market for an X mm. because that was my whole plan so initially. Let me just I mean, we don't have to talk this like in but like Big terms, but if I find another one, if I see another one, you want me to pick it up for you? Yes. Okay. If you I'm wouldn't just, mind. If yeah. I'm just, mind. No, no. I'm just wanted to like double check because occasionally I do get the, the like little notifications, well, and I'm like, well. Let's well, see, that was like the other day. Yeah. I saw. That I one. thought you were joking, and I was like, no. No, I was 100 percent serious. Okay. <laughs> um, I will say sometimes I'll do things like that and like seriously say it with a smiley face, like because I'm expecting yeah. a no. <laughs> so it's just one yeah. of those. Well, and that's the thing too is so one of the things I love are I'd say number one podcast listener Justin. Shout out to Justin. Woo. Hey, uh, is in the market for a Series X, and that's awesome. Like this is a guy that you know. Gosh, man, I don't even remember when I. Like I gave him my old Xbox. Yeah, I was gonna say that was and that was one of the reasons I said, Sam, why don't you just buy yeah. one? Because he got his last yeah. one from you. So, but you know, I, I don't know. Like I got a, the the Xbox One X, and I was like, well, I don't need this. I'm gonna give it to you know my friend Justin. Like you know, why not? I, he can play with us. I'd it'd been like me and my friend Brent playing forever, which and you kind of started joining mm-hmm. in in that group as well. And I was like, yeah, this is fun. It's good to have a good group of people. And that he like said it kind of reignited his love of gaming, and so I'm like, man, that's awesome. Like, yeah, I'm he said that. Have... He said that the other day. Yeah, and I was like, was... I like made me like smile because I'm like, I'm happy to like be able to have you know contact with him again as much because, dude, we really don't see each other that much. I mean, like traveling just to and from, like I don't know, like it's and like COVID itself. I think last summer was right. maybe the last time we saw him. And you know what's interesting? As much as we we have our group chat in on Facebook where we talk about games and stuff and we schedule when hey when we can get together and play. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I think is kind of cool the Madden thing we're doing. I love it's it. It's keeping us more engaged. Even though I'm terrible at it. <laughs> it's like uh, I love uh, you it. and Brent are both like, "Eh, we're not going to be good, but we'll partake." Yeah. But we are all partaking and yeah. we're all kind of having fun watching yeah. when we play each oh, other and like Emily, so my wife sat down with me and watched a game, like watched you guys playing and my kids have been watching it anytime. Me and Zach guys, or... Yeah, both of them. Like oh, you okay. and Zach and then the other night when you and Brent, Brent played, yeah. like we've been sitting down and watching the games 
And Emily's like, we miss. Really, Thank you for we telling really me that. Football. Now I'll watch my language. <laughs> well, we didn't. It's, the audio is like a little meh right. anyway. But uh, um, but yeah, Emily's like, I really miss football. So she's like, this is kind of fun. And then my kids, knowing you guys, like my son's kind of like, oh, who's that? Who's that? And I was like, oh, it's this person. And the other night, uh, went and played trivia with some friends. And I am terrible at sports categories. Terrible. Right. Like I don't know anything about sports. But one of the the first ten point question out of a grab bag one was. Uh, what other team other than the Minnesota Vikings has, I think in the NFC, has purple in their uniform? And I was like, well, I was like, so my friend's playing the Ravens. And <laughs> right. I was like, it's the Ravens. Right. And I got it. And I was just like, I only know this <laughs> because, because of- we've been playing Madden. And I'm like, I know it's the Ravens because. So this has been a whole test thing for us because we're. I, want, I think it'd be cool to have an actual straight year after year league. Yeah. So we've tested this first season. We'll probably move up to the next yeah. 21 since it's free now on EA Plus and on Game Pass, the best deal in gaming. Microsoft hit us up. Holy um, smokes. <laughs> no joke. Jeez. Um, but I've really enjoyed the back and forth and the being able to play each other and broadcast it yeah. and have everybody reply while we do it. There's so. parts of me that have started to want to invest more in what I need to be picking and who I need to be playing and like right. actually negotiating. Cause I'm like, I know that's a big piece of it. And I could actually maybe be not a contender, but I could be more of a threat than right. like, I'm sure when we play in a few weeks, you're going to roll over me. Well, so I have, we have one more week in between you and me playing. Okay. So, and, and we're not doing like every waiting a week where no. as everybody gets their games through, we're yeah. going through. So, which did you play your game for not most recently? Okay, because you're the last one yeah, that needs to. I know, to... I know, I'd be the so, last one. So, you play your game, we'll advance, and then we'll advance one more week, and then you and, and I play. You and I. I think I have I have the most PvP games on the schedule. <laughs> That's I don't weird. know how that ended it up just, working. That you know way. what I was thinking too after doing this, I was like, we should expand this. Like, I don't know if your friends that like we had on the podcast a while back like would play, but I'm like, we should let's bring more people into our league because the more teams we have. Right, the more, the more PvP. PvP. I will reach fun. out to Justin and Br- yeah. or Justin, not Justin and Brent. Oh. Isn't it a D? Jeff and Steve. Steve, because oh because they both. Uh, Steve has an S. Yeah, he's this is yeah. his first ever Xbox. Oh wow! And okay, Jeff got a an X. Um, Jeff got an X, so they can probably they can and they both have game pass so yeah. i will discuss See with if them they, i don't know if they enjoy football but like steve does i know steve does and that's the thing Jeff. it's like if anything tell them you know we have people on our team that are terrible because that's me right and i'm like i'm literally doing it just because it's like it's fun to be able to like participate and be like oh i'm gonna be facing off right. and like watching the play and just like i hope one of you guys make the playoff i hope that so zach is uh one of the guys zach's been on the show yeah. Um, and he was, uh, he's been helping me test a couple things on 21. Yeah. Like we figured out you can't, if, if we're going to, when we move up to 21, we have to do the Xbox one version. We can't do the SX because in, we can't cross play with the non SX mm. version. Okay. So like I was on my S and I had Justin download or Zach download the and play on the regular version. And, and we you guys couldn't, couldn't. We couldn't play each other. Oh, that's weird. So it was like, that's annoying. That but is I annoying. think it's an EA thing. Obviously, it's not a. Um, and and we we were talking about this while we were testing then and playing. The switch. Yeah, compatible. Um, yeah, well, we think they set the AI up differently. Not to mention, uh, if you play the SX version of Madden yeah. Twenty One, the playbook's different. Okay. Not only not only the how it looks, yeah. but the actual plays are different. Okay, okay, so fair we, enough. We think there might be an adjustment for next gen. Yeah. So, um, but we've been testing things. We did some fantasy draft and seeing how we would have to work that. Cool. 
um, what I'm, I pitched this to you is what you think of this. Um, cause we've talked about doing a fantasy draft where we just, every team drafts new people. If we did that, what would you think about everybody is partakes in like the first five picks and then the computer takes over from there? I'd be good with it. It's just, I'm, you know, I guess I could, I'm going to have to do some scouting on my own. <laughs> well, you've done fantasy football before. No, no you've never no. done fantasy football. I did one time, one year, um, with my friends back um, in Ozark and everything in Springfield. And that was the only year I did it. And I did like auto pick and well, maybe we should also do fantasy football this year. Yeah. Anyways, um, I'll reach out to them, but we've been playing around with that. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. So you've been playing anything else other than medium? Um, think like i said i've been jumping into a lot of just like different things because it is so much faster so much faster like rec fest i popped into that the other day because uh, one of our friends had mentioned wanting to play that and it was ridiculous because we were all riding lawnmowers and crashing into each other for like the first round and i was like oh that's just stupid stupid fun but it would maybe be pretty good uh I think that's most of what I've what I played. The medium is kind of what I've been like. I got to finish this. Right. Got to finish this because I want to delete it off my hard drive and then have some. Space you can back. make up some space yeah, on so hard I can drive. Maybe pick up something else. So, so that that was some one of the one of the reasons I had asked about the I'd asked in the group chat about what you either you or Brent had looked into the. Yeah, thing. you know, <clears throat> to be honest, I know it's like cringe, but I'm like, there is a part of me that's like. I don't know that I'm going to wait for a price drop. I may just pick it up because I kind of... Well, so here was so here storage. was my initial thing. So when I bought the S, because especially since they're so hard to find right now, I was thinking of just, you know, I'd buy the S. Mm-hmm. And when I'm ready to get mm-hmm. the X, I'd get the X and then sell the S and I could probably just sell it at normal price and not have to worry about... Right. We, nobody smokes in this house. We have a dog, but the thing is so far away from the dog. I don't think it'd be a... And it's digital, so you don't have to worry about a disk drive. Right, there's nothing else like that. So, And then I would just have recouped the money back from it and be fine. Well, when I had asked that question, I was thinking, I don't know, I might sell that just to buy the the storage expansion for the X once I get it. So that's one Mm -hmm. of the reasons I had brought that. Yeah, I don't know. There's a part of me, and it's like, don't get me wrong, it's not going to change life. I have, I think, another terabyte hard drive hooked up to it and it's a little faster too so i'm kind of like i can put but you can't put the x games that's on what i was gonna there. say i can't put the x games on there so i have limited what i put on there as far as like the x games because i'm like well i was like i guess you know i'll have this on here and there are some games that i'm like i want this on there because i do want it to like load with the faster ssd space you know speed and stuff regardless Plus, does quick resume work on well does quick resume work on old games whether if it, even if it's uh, on the i don't think so We'll have to test that out. Yeah, I'm not really certain there. There are probably some games that they'll, you know, they'll include. It is interesting because, you know, initially when I heard of Quick Resume, it was one of those I assumed that every game would have it. And then, like, as I'm playing it now, I'm like, oh, no, it's really only select tiles. I will say uh, one game I did pop back into because I've heard that, like, the life of uh, quality improvements in it are, like, off the charts was State of Decay 2. And I'm like, it's a different game. Is it? it? It is so smooth. Like, it is just, like, butter. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is so clunky, like, on the original, like, X1X, that I was like, man. Like, it, it's not unplayable, but you definitely notice it. And then as soon as I loaded it up with the Series X, I was like, whoa. I was like, the animations are, like, perfect. Like, the, the, what I'm doing is what I'm like, that's what I mean to do. Oh, and I forgot. I did actually go back and play the ending of uh, Ori, Will and the Wisp. Yes. Twice. Twice. Because they have 6K at 60 Oh. And I was like, I want to see how that looks. And damn. On your like, brand new television? Moon Studios. <laughs> I'm like, 
whatever you're doing next moon and like i don't know if microsoft owns them but yeah, i'm that, like well you know i, I don't, don't know as if they own moon but i'm like they need to buy this studio to keep them from going elsewhere because they're like quality like what they've done is incredible and then i played 4k 120 hertz just to kind of see right i was like i want to see and i was like it is funny because it's like things that I'm like, I don't really feel like I noticed, but I'm like, yeah, the movement speed looks ridiculous. I feel right. like I'm moving faster. Yeah. I don't know. Just weird. And, and you know, now that you brought that all up, that makes me almost want to just start the first story over again oh, yeah. and see what it's yeah. like on this. And... Yeah. Because it would be a totally different game. Like there or, would hopefully be the stuttering that it had. Ori is one of those games, both of them in general, that I would love um, everybody to have access to play this game it's I so just, good it's just it's so good my 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 watch is like going just letting you know nuts. i'm beating your ass hey it was very close yesterday it was thank you you've also had more time to do stuff today anyways <laughs> <laughs> the uh, last and final the last and final. i'm we'll trying see. i'm trying we'll i see. want to break it up brandon and i are in our last competition i'm almost 10 straight in a row and i uh, told them once i've done that I look. I have dominated him. You dominated me. Um, there was something else I was going to say, and I told totally you. Sorry, forgot. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, no, um, we're good. We'll okay. go. We'll move on. Let's It'll get into. It'll come back. It'll come back. Let's get into some of this news. Okay. Um, we didn't get to talk about it, and I had it on the goddamn list for us to talk about last last episode. Was the Mortal Kombat trailer? We did talk about it. Did we? Yeah, we did talk about it. I didn't think we had talked about no, it. No, we talked about it because we were like, it looks better than it's supposed to. Well, we've been talking about that in of itself, but I don't think we talked about it on the episode. Really? I was a little nervous that maybe we did. I saw it on there. Well, a quick like, recap. Yeah. Are you excited for yeah. the Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah, I, mean, I am excited. I am ex- more and that's excited. that's in a month. That's in a month. Yeah. I'm so really I'm... excited but for that. Zack Snyder's uh, movie oh, um... next week. Is that is that next week? Yeah, next week the thirteenth or twelfth or something like I that. I saw the um, Dark Side trailer and I was like, "Oh, what do you see?" Okay, yeah. well, no, he's got him him over to- like yeah. a thing over it, and you see Grandma somebody in it. So people were like freaking out. No, that was a couple months ago. Oh, this is a new one. This is a new one. So for the last. I don't know. Seven days. They've been highlighting each character. Like they started oh, with Batman. They okay. did. They did Superman. They did Wonder Woman. Um, they had a trailer for Cyborg Flash. Well, they had a specific Cyborg um, Dark Side only. Okay, trailer. I have not been so, seeing these. But somebody took somebody took some of the audio from Steppenwolf's original thing where he's talking about there's no heroes here and and stitched it with the edge into the sty- the um, Dark Side thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. well, I like the, they're like just because he has a very so like. Thanos, when he talks, he's just a dude talking, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, just, let's be honest. He's Josh Brolin. Well, talking, he's Josh Brolin, who is amazing. Well, right, but I just, yeah. I mean, like, there's nothing to his voice. He's just they've like deepened it a little bit, but nothing. Oh, I see what you're saying. The, okay, the how he talks, yeah. like it's this, like okay, somebody talking. Yeah. Well, they've added this like reverb to to Dark Side's voice. I'm gonna have to watch this. So it's like oh, we'll me. pull it up when we're done. Okay. But I was like, to where I was like. Hmm. That's interesting, but if I don't know, I know a lot about Dark Side, so the kind of like, kind of what you wanted to see in a movie, and yeah, like, like if the, he was brought to, especially the the tone of how he's talking and what he's saying. I'm like, that's Dark Side. Here, like, here's <laughs> the thing: the only way I'll be on board does he have his arms folded behind his back? They don't, sh- you know, because they every, don't really fully show a whole body shot of him. Because all I've ever seen of Dark, yeah, exactly, you're doing it. He just stands there. 
arms yeah. behind his back like because i don't need to purr. He's, well he because he's so i am i am i am the uh, everything yeah i don't have to do anything i just stand here yeah and um, so i did you know who i'm talking about with the grandma right yeah that's uh, like granny a, goodness yeah granny goodness that people yes. like freaked out well about. yeah because everybody was like because people were dissecting like yeah. the the mass battle right that was like 10 seconds in the the joss Justice League, as Justice. people are calling nice. it. Um, there's 10 seconds where they have the battle talking about what happened forever ago, but nobody really sees anything. Well, there's the breakdown on the new one. You keep looking over my shoulder. No, I was just looking at your streamers. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're still celebrating my son's birthday. Gotcha. We, when we do birthdays in our basement, we we decorate it, and then we leave it till they eventually disappear or fall down or go away all the balloons got popped last week Um, but um in the when they started doing the the shots for snyder's version they've expanded the shots on the battle and people were picking out you know like (laughs) is this is this is this and somebody posted on his vero account was like is this is this granny goodness and he was like, yes, yes, it is. And we're like, so he confirmed what? it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, are you serious? Just like the, of the, all the characters he could have stuck in that. Yeah, that's great. I'm like, okay, whatever. Anyways. Um, that's funny. No, no. I'm, I, I guess I'm excited for that. I guess I didn't realize that was yeah, next, next week. week. So, um, so we're, but I am excited for Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Yes. Um, yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go back and listen to last week's because if we didn't actually elaborate any on Mortal Kombat, in you're in trouble. Um, I just could have swore because I remember talking about him freezing the blood and stabbing the guy. I'm sure we've of it. talked about that a lot. I know though. we talked about it, but I feel like we talked, we about, talked about it, it when yeah. we were when we, after we both saw it. We talked about it at poker. Yeah. We talked about it. <laughs> um, something I wanted to uh, go over was uh, it's been a it's we've had a little bit of extra time because you've worked more than normal. Well, not more than normal. You've had your busy week. Yes. Um, Snoop Dogg last not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Oh. <laughs> wants to play goes to stream some Madden and I guess this is something maybe you could attest to <laughs> he uh he's playing as the 49ers I don't remember who he's playing against he's already down 14 nothing and he's driving close to the end zone and he throws a pick almost a pick six this guy takes it almost all the way down the field before he gets tackled and Snoop rage quits just gets pissed during his stream cusses Closes his Xbox, <laughs> walks away, leaves the stream on <laughs> for seven whole hours. <laughs> the, the The main screen has all his graphics black. Down in the right corner, you see his chair turned where he got up and walked away, and his like a couple arcade games behind him. Nothing. Seven hours of just black screen, <laughs> and then it's like seven and a half hours. You see him casually walking by holding a backpack and you can't see his head, but you see his body language like he turns and goes, oh shit. Walks over, leans over, turns off the stream and leaves. And I'm just like, because of course, Snoop Dogg. Now, Snoop Dogg is an avid gamer. Yeah. And he's he's also avid on like, he's on a lot of sports programs. Like people have him on to talk basketball, football, all all corn. He loves his sports games. He, he does love his sports games. Yeah. So He calls out EA. <laughs> he does when, a lot. When he's angry at uh, them. So I guess my question for you is, is how hilarious is that? That's awesome. Because the, uh, even funny. a celebrity yeah. just Getting is angry normal. Because and and like... and I, I saw the whole thing and I was like, I feel you, bro. Yeah. 
especially after, especially after, <laughs> gonna backtrack a little. So, a little tip for anybody playing Madden, and I don't know if it was just Madden 20 because we were playing using Madden 20 to start this league test thing. Friday, what is today? Today is Saturday, yeah. Friday, Thursday night. I started a game of Madden, started to get really tired, and I was already down like two touchdowns. And I was like, I'm gonna just stop the game and I will finish this tomorrow. I vividly remember kicking the ball off to start the game, go to bed, get up, go to work. I come home at lunch and I'm like, I'm gonna finish my band game real quick. And I sit down and I load it up and it's like, welcome back. And I'm kicking the ball off. And I'm like, pause. <laughs> That's not right. And Monica's, my wife says, so I'm like, I'm fairly confident that I kicked the ball off to start this game. So I backed out and went back in and it still has me kicking the ball. Yeah. And so then if you go to highlights, you can look at all the plays that have happened in the game. I scrolled all the way down. Sure you, shit. You I was off. the one that kicked off and I was like, <sighs> so I'm like, screw it. I'll do this. Hopefully I'll get the ball real quick. The 49ers proceeded to drive the entire field the entire length of that quarter. Yeah. It took, they took the whole damn quarter and then they scored and they went up 21 to nothing. And I got, I <laughs> almost <laughs> just chucked the controller because I was so agitated. Right. But then in the fourth quarter, I immediately scored two touchdowns, but I couldn't get the ball away from him again. Uh, and I lost 21 to, to 14. And I was so pissed. Yeah. I was just like, that could have that whole. Beginning of the half could like, have been a It could difference. have, because yeah. I could have been the one that drove the thing. And then right. I was only down a touchdown. Yeah. You know, it's momentum is always a thing in sports. Yeah, it, it matters in, in, even in sports games. Yeah. I think it matters. So, so it, it, kind of related to the Snoop Dogg thing. What, so with that almost being my big story, can you, do you have a story for a time you almost completely rage so quit? So I do just, have a, a pretty funny story. And then we're going to take this back. Back in history to Little Sam. This is probably like Little Sam back at, I don't know, probably like nine, maybe ten years old. And I'm playing the Nintendo, the, the, like the Nintendo Entertainment System. And this was like, you know, we first got it, I think, for a Christmas present. And we had Super Mario Brothers and all the games that we normally do. Um, and But I had been able to, at some point, finally get through Super Mario Brothers and beat it. You know, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, of course, that's a huge achievement as a little kid. You're just right. like, oh, my gosh. I beat Super Mario Brothers. This game's super hard. But then after that, every now and then I would go back and play it again, and I would beat it. Just because I'm just like, I know how to get through this game now. I'm going to play it and beat it. So, um, well, and just a little sidebar. We had um, rabbits. My dad had built a pen of for, like, rabbits, and we had, like, pet rabbits back then and stuff like that. And that winter, it got really cold outside, and they all froze to death. So that's just a little side piece. So one day, I think it was probably on a I weekend. I had a rabbit as a kid named Chomper, okay? I was yeah. like, oh, God. I had a yeah, rabbit named Thumper, so, <laughs> of course. Uh, on a weekend, um, I was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, play some Super Mario Brothers, and I'm going to, you know, get through it and beat it, and it'll just, you know, give you the little dopamine release, and I'll right. feel good and be like, all right, man, I can still do this. I couldn't beat it. I couldn't beat it. I couldn't get through it. And I remember just being like, not, you know, I'm sure I didn't think this, but I was just like, F this game, turn it off. And I'm bawling and I'm just like crying because I'm like, I can't beat this game. And my dad, you know, like kind of walks around. He's like, what's the matter? Now, my dad 
hated video games like with a passion he thought they were a waste of time he still does probably today doesn't understand them i mean to each i'm like that's you know he came from a different generation that was not right. any of their thing or but i was like so i can't tell him that I, I'm crying because I beat Super Mario Brothers. So I told them <laughs> I was crying because I was remembering Thumper, our rabbit, that froze to death in the winter. <laughs> so that was a... Now, granted, I didn't really rage quit as much as I lost and had it just, just like, it was done. done. And I, but I remember just being like, done, not playing this, and just like sitting there bawling. And then, uh, yeah, then I was like, Dad, you know, he's like, what's wrong? Well, I remember my rabbit. I just was so sad that he died. So that was a, a moment in history. So I've got three games that have caused me to be <laughs> to rage quit. Two rage quits and one just so pissed off I've have, never touched well, the Well, okay, finish again. those and then I got another question for you. Okay. Um, I'll do the one that just so pissed me off. And I might have already told this story before. Toy Story 3, the video game. <laughs> You have. Yes. Have I told this on the show? Yes, I remember okay. this story. So the game was so fucking glitched I that I understand. couldn't get one last thing collectible, which kept me from getting a platinum. And I forever to this day hate that, hate that fucking game. Yeah. And it's just so like, yeah, it infuriates me just thinking about it. My first ever, and I, and I know it's my first ever, the rage quit that I can think of. And, all I'm going to do is say the name of the game, and anyone who's ever played it will know what I'm talking about on the Super Nintendo Aladdin the video game. Yeah. I vividly yeah. remember that being a game where I just, I literally threw the controller and was like, I am done forever playing this game and I never played it again and I owned the game and right. I don't like I'm just I won't play this ever again I was so mad yeah and it was it's just and then placed I don't know if it was PlayStation or Xbox was like we're releasing Lion King and which is another horrible oh, don't, game don't play that game horrible anybody that can beat that game has a level of commitment <laughs> that nobody in this world right. has and they were like we're releasing they Lion King they could negotiate peace summits and, with like right. war you know and, and Aladdin, and I'm like, oh man. There was a part of me that was like, I, I can do it now. I can do it now. I know I can. And I was like, no, no, don't, get, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Maybe we should. That should be a, a series. We'll have a, you and me Thunder get through games. Aladdin. You gotta. You know how just Thunder pick games a level. Rolls. Just pick a level. Say, it it can be tough, but um, yeah. <laughs> the and then the other one, which I know I've also talked about before, was the Valkyrie Queen in God of War, trying oh to beat God. her and. Like I got, I did throw that controller a couple times, and like what was funny about it though was because controllers are so goddamn expensive now. I made sure I was throwing it at my couch. Like I was so angry, and I would turn around, look at my couch, yeah. just chuck it at my couch. As I was like, that was actually going to be my question: Is have you ever spiked a controller? I have spiked a controller, <laughs> which feels so good. <laughs> it does at the at moment, the time. and then it's and then like, you're like. It's immediate regret. It's I watched like, one of my best friends chuck a controller because he was so pissed at what was happening, but he threw it right into the side of his Xbox 360 that had a disc in it. Broke the disc. Oh my god! And he had to have uh, he had to take. I don't know where he took it somewhere to get fixed to like basically remove all the little fragments. Yeah, and all because that. it was oh my screwing gosh. with. It was, but I remember going. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> Got it? Like, I don't even remember guess what I'm it was. Guess I'm headed home? Yeah, I guess we're not doing this. Um, anyways, go back to your other thing. No, that was actually, a, it was just spiking controllers because it is one of those like, you at the moment, it's a very good so, cathartic release. So mad. And then right. like, it's almost like, yeah, as soon as it, something happens where you actually like break something, you're just like, what have I done? <laughs> for this stupid game i will actually you know and there are those games that i'm like they're controller breaker games it's like oh, meat are. uh meat boy yeah those are like you get so close and it's like you make one little mistake and i remember just being like oh and my wife would be like why do you play these games they make you so mad in plus was another game yeah that i'd be like come on i was so close i am surprised that Zach didn't do that with his controller during our Madden game. Yeah. So the game that me and Zach played two nights ago, I I won that game and I should not have won that game. Yeah. On like his what would have probably been his final drive, just or no, I guess it was a couple drives before that. But he threw it downfield and this ball for all purposes hit the ground. Oh Zach, yeah. Zach said yeah. he went through and watched the replay and it looks like it hit the ground, but he could see where maybe the game thought it stood on the very edge of the arm of his guy who was laying on the ground. And my guy just walks over and picks it up. And I proceed to march down the field on my game winning drive. And then he couldn't get back past yeah. that. And I was like, I should not. It have is won this funny game. sometimes what the game thinks happened. And you're like, no, right. to that be, didn't happen. To be fair though, I will say, I feel like it was karma on my side because there were so many dropped passes my wide receivers had at the start of that game to where I was like, come on, what this like, I can't control this yeah. if the computer drops I, the pass. Yeah, I will say I'm playing as the Jets and I was watching your thing and I was like, that's what like all my players do <laughs> every time. It can be the best condition. They can be completely open. And I'm just like, nah, they dropped it. Um, Madden does make me kind of furious playing yeah. as this team well yeah <sighs> anyways um so uh apex is out on switch it does not run good um at what point like they need to nintendo's gonna release an updated mm -hmm. switch yeah they're talking july start production and i know all these third party people want to support nintendo because everybody likes Nintendo. Everybody wants Nintendo to succeed. I, you know, well, I want to go... Well, let me just interject it just for a second. Okay. I feel like Nintendo's losing a little bit of their love. Just a, just a bit. I, I'm not going to disagree with I, that. Not, and like, it's not from... I'm just like, I feel like people are starting to see the Nintendo philosophy, which is sell you the same damn game a hundred times. Right. And people are starting to kind of wise up and be like, Nintendo, come on. Like... You do not need to sell this Wii U port or this whatever for right. 60 bucks. Like, give us a break. And, like, the whole, like, I was so excited when I saw that the Mario series, you know, Mario 64, um, Mario, uh, the one in space, and... Odyssey? No, Odyssey is the most recent one. Um, shoot, I don't know why I'm blanking on it. But then, and then the one where he's got the jetpack, the water right. jetpack. Sunshine, Mario Sunshine. But I was so excited when I saw that. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to be great. And then I saw that they did Just nothing literal, to it. Literal ports. And I was I was like, Nintendo, no, man. Like, I'm not doing this. I mean, those are great games alone, you know. But I'm not paying also $60 for this, like, most basic, like, release of this game. Not happening. So with Apex not performing well, um, do you think it, there would ever be a point where, like, Fortnite, Apex, these type of games, like the next couple that come out where it catches fire and everybody's excited, 
and they just choose not to port it onto Nintendo, do you think that would like make Nintendo go? Maybe yeah. we need to give a little more thought into a straight normal console that's yeah. allows for. Hey, guess what? The new Assassin's Creed comes out, and it comes out on all three consoles. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, there's got to be. It all depends because Nintendo also has their own like a, like philosophy. Like that's the thing is they're like we release our games are like top quality. Like under the Nintendo brand, it's like the best. You know, like whatever Nintendo type games it, they're releasing, that's what they are. Um, and then everything else is kind of like, eh, this isn't the best version of that. Eh, this isn't the best version of that. But they do have the um, little uh, positive mo- note, which is it's portable. There's no other system right. that you can just pick up and go. Well, like, I guess you could argue for the Xbox now with, you know, we can't do it on iOS yet. Right. But at some point, you know, hopefully we can be able to use that on our phones. And so, you know, Microsoft was smart to bring that in, but Nintendo's the only one that's like, okay, you can just pick up and go. It's kind of like the only portable version of these games that are out there right now um, with the hardware that's included. Right. So I think, you know, it's all going to come down to what, how does this round of games do on this? Like Apex, PUBG, like how do these games that are there, which I don't even know PUBG's there, um, but like how do they perform and how are they received on um, on the Switch? And then moving forward, if they're like, dude, it just doesn't make any sense to make these games. We're not making as much money, then, um, sorry. Um, then they're just going to kind of leave it, but it's going to be this next go around, I think where we know. And I think what I've heard, you know, they're ramping up production on a new switch, um, in July, they're hoping to have it released by a Christmas of this year. Who knows if that'll happen? Cause production lines are like seriously backed up for everything. Especially the chip issue. Yeah, exactly. And I've heard that it's supposed to output for four K you know, if it is docked and then it's going to still be 720p, but it's going to have like a larger screen and everything. Right. Yeah. But even when you're playing on a smaller screen, that's, it's still going to be a small screen yeah. compared to television. It's, 720p it's not versus noticeable. it's not, that's always, the, that's always my big complaint is the resolution. You're, you're hardly ever going to notice. Mm-hmm. It's not resolution. as much of a factor. Right. But, you know, speaking of factors, so this is like very tangential. Um, did you see um, The Witcher 3 rendered as a PlayStation 2 game? No. <laughs> I'm going to have to show you. Show that to me after. <laughs> yeah, afterwards. <laughs> it's like, I don't know where it popped up, but I was just like, I saw the image and I was like, yeah, I'll watch this video. <laughs> oh my gosh. It just is like, I have to show you. Okay. You can only imagine until you see it. Um, But the one thing the Switch does have going for it, and I think a lot of this is population popularity still off of animal crossing and some other mm-hmm. games that are getting ready to come out. They, they did lead February in sales. I think they've had the last couple months yeah. in sales. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, the PlayStation five is the fastest selling console. Uh, P- P- I copied and pasted it directly. PS five is fastest selling console sales in us history in terms of dollars and how much mm. it costs, which makes you like, just matter. Just think if, if the Xbox and the PlayStation both, were widely available like they should be mm-hmm. like sorry switch wouldn't be leading like i know yeah. that's like i do feel like at least i'm not i've not been paying it closest attention to playstation 5 you can tell me about this i do feel like the xbox series stocks have like been be, being refurbished like weekly now like they, after i got mine i've been like oh man i've been getting more notices like it's X- available xbox, it's available i feel like xbox has more 
Yeah. But even the PlayStation ones have been have been better. Have been That's noticing. Good. So I've so I have a PlayStation Five. I also downloaded that hot stock is that what the name of the app is yeah oh it's fantastic so um that's how i keep notice i actually helped because of hot stock and because of um wario 64 on twitter um i helped two friends buy playstation 5 in the last two weeks so um speaking of which (laughs) um but i have also noticed that the playstation 5 uh, not quite at the pace of the xbox series x and s have been has also been releasing a little bit more which is interesting because march is the month they both said well we hope to have more out in march and it's not again not just flat here's a whole bunch but they are getting them out a little Mm -hmm. bit more yeah it's been kind of nice i'm just like cool like yeah yeah, they're they're kind of showing up here and there. it would be really interesting though to know in a non-covid world what the sales would be like on both of these like actual legit well and in a funny way it's kind of done what kind of that fake demand a little bit of like right. oh because of the scarcity of it it's like it's like they're gone like right. i was i it, got it might so actually lucky. be helping them <laughs> it, i was going to say it might be boosting their sales because people are like dude you can't find these anywhere when they come available you've got to buy them and right. it's like i was so happy when i was able to just be like sweet i switched to town over and i was like got it boom i'm like i'm set i couldn't believe it actually happened um, cuz i thought it was still going to be probably till june until right. i was really going to be able to get you know, well, see, and that was like when um, when I was like, I'll sell my S. So I was like, but you'll take a loss because usually when I sell a console, I sell it for less than what I paid for it. And I was like, eh, I ain't gonna take no loss on this S. I, mm-hmm. I could just, I can even say, I've had this for since launch. I'm selling it for yeah, cost, and cost. people will probably be happy to pay it at this point, right? Because they'd be like, cool, I haven't been able to find one anywhere. I want right. this. It's just again, supply yep. and demand. Um, Last thing, uh, which leads into several things, but last thing, <laughs> the Bethesda or the Microsoft acquisition of Bethesda is officially final. Uh, both the last hurdle they had was the European and uh, oh, U.S. Uh, regulators had yeah. to approve it. Um, that took place last week or last weekend, and so it's done. It's official. Bethesda is a part of Xbox Studios, but they are keeping it separate. If uh, there's a graph that somebody posted was like Xbox Studios, and then on one side was all the studios they own, and then on the other side was Bethesda and all of their studios. So they're, they're like, they are they overseeing both, but Bethesda is being independently operated by Bethesda, and all the Microsoft Studios are operated directly from Xbox Studios. So it's a it's a very interesting take, and I think it I think it speaks to how much respect Microsoft has for what Bethesda has done and has been doing because they're saying, "Look, we bought you, you're part of us, but we don't want to change you. Which you do your thing, which makes me so happy considering all the studios that Microsoft has bought in the last decade and a half." that don't exist anymore or had their things started and then scrapped. And you're just kind of like, so like there was that, there was a little bit of that fear. Oh, Hey, they bought Bethesda. And I'm like, Oh shit. This is Bethesda getting ready to get, mm-hmm. you know, run through the ground. But they're, they're saying, look, yeah, we're kind of, we obviously have a say, but we're taking a hands-off approach. Yeah. You do your thing and uh, we'll throw some input in. We'll work together. We want to create cool things mm-hmm. together. 
Um, this me- seems like a very more self-aware Microsoft of like, hey, yes. you know, and I mean, they posted their um, profits and they're just like, yeah, it's profitable. Everything they're right. doing right now, it, you know, Microsoft as a company is profitable, but I think even the game studios and stuff like right. that, like their gaming section is profitable. So I'm just like, you know, take a, a take a play a page out of the playbook of Sony and just like let them do their yeah, like just let them let do their them. things. And it makes me encouraged too because like with that, I'm like they've owned Double Fine. I mean, they have some own right. these other studios, and I'm like let them do their thing and create something that is special that will be remembered. Right. You know, go with the Miyamoto quote of like you know a good game is like only good blah blah blah. You know, whatever. Right. However it goes. Um, they they're using the term partnership more than they're using ownership. Which they're saying we are partnering with, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we acquired you, but this is a partnership with Xbox Studios as a, more than it is an acquisition from Ac- Xbox and Microsoft Studios, which again <laughs> gives me way more faith. Yes, and especially if all the studios like have ideas and say, hey, let's work together, like the some the thing that I, I sent you guys that I asked what your guys' thoughts were and actually nobody answered my question was uh, somebody had tweeted about um, what should uh, what's the name of the studio that did um, Outer Worlds Obsidian Obsidian what should they do with Obsidian mm-hmm. because they're working on Avowed and so there was like couples well they should abandon Avowed which I don't think they should do but they were like mm-hmm. take Obsidian off of Avowed put them on helping with Elder Scrolls six and do the same and like, and yeah. take whatever the company is, or the one that's working on grounded. grounded. That was the, yeah. that was, I've heard a lot of people saying they should just abandon grounded. And I don't think they should abandon I grounded. You. I honestly think that that type of like hacking and slashing of games to like build up like this large tent pole. I'm like, no, no, like give it, let, give it time. Let these, let these other studios. Cause I feel like then that creates that like, hive mind of like this is the only thing that matters right. all the other studios aren't as worth whatever you know Bethesda right. domains working on I'm like no let them keep working with their thing grounded is a neat experiment if something that also Microsoft doesn't really have of like you know like hey there's right. like this semi builder on here but it's in like this type with a, of with a big age range of yeah, people exactly they can, they can come and play there's you know avowed i'm like is something that is most people are like wow this i'm on board for like an rpg you know whatever like obsidian like, since since they did um new vegas yeah exactly and it's like it, it was it was almost like they were taking their shot at elder scrolls with yeah. avowed and they're like I don't think they should abandon Avowed. And let's be honest. I mean, well, I guess I can't say this, is that there is enough um, interest in the Elder Scrolls series. You don't need, like, more marketing. You don't need to, like, prop it up more. I'm like, people know what it brings to the to the table. Like, people right. are excited about it. And whenever it releases, it'll be a huge game. I think there's just a lot of people that are like, uh, Microsoft has Bethesda. Let's get the big games out. Yeah. Release Elder Scrolls. Release yeah. Starfield. Release the next Fallout. And you're and you're completely abandoning. Like, let them work on it. Let them yes. have Give their them time. time to do yeah. like Starfield. We've known about Starfield for forever. Yeah. Let them finish it the way. They, let them do Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. The best way they can do it. The Don't o- push it. The only thing I would like a little bit better for Microsoft at this point is a little bit better of a timeline. Of like, I feel like, and this is for actually most of the studios, like most of like even Sony and Nintendo is like a little better of like, what's your plan? Like what's your long game plan? Because I feel like we just don't really have a good say. I think Sony has maybe done a little better with like, Hey, you know, God of War, Ragnarok, um, 
Horizon Zero Dawn. Thank you. Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, and there was another one in there, but I think it just got pushed to next year. I can't remember. But they have at least given you some, like, you know, interest. If, you know, of like, hey, this is what you can maybe look forward to this next year. Now, granted, even with Halo Infinite, I'm just like, well, I'm assuming it's coming this year. Like, I right. mean, but there's not been a lot of talk. They have been showing, like, you sent that thing, a post out the other day about, like, hey, there's some, you know, dynamic things with the ring. Being and, people can be kicked yeah, off the ring. Kicked <laughs> off the ring. Um, they've got uh, gravity hammer, motherfucker. Just yeah. boom. <laughs> no, you're out of here. Uh, they've shown, you know, more concept art. But I just, I'm just like, man, I'd. It is. It's just it is a, almost kind April. Of like, there's like a not right. like a whole lot of talk, and I would like a little bit more information. And we still live in a, a COVID world, and so it's like I understand that these making these things happen. And I just I would love like Microsoft to come out and be like, we have a big announcement planned for here, kind of like before the consoles hit. We've right. got a big announcement coming next week. Right. We've got a big announcement coming next month. Right. And like actually have it be like, here's our like plans for like moving forward with our new Bethesda acquisition, which they've done a little bit of, you know, talk well, with, but that's, there's a possible event scheduled for three twenty six, or their plan. There's a big yeah. like talk in the yeah, industry. That's the thing that is, a, I just don't feel like I've heard like the right. boosting. It but up. from what, from what I understand, the event on the 26th isn't even going to be like huge announcements. It might just be a roadmap for, Hey, this is kind of this is some of the, the this is yeah. this is some of our ideas of what we might want to be doing going forward. Yeah, and I just I want more of like details about like why am I and excited? You make a good point about um, Halo because we're almost a, we're in through the first quarter of the yeah. year, and there's been some pictures and stuff, and I'm like, okay, it looks good, but man, I really would like to know more about like multiplayer, dude. Like, give it, please. Please release a beta this summer of the multiplayer. Right, two I weeks. Would, I would agree. Two weeks of just like people like going bonkers and come come out and announce it in April. Come out and be like, hey, just so you know, we, you know this is where we are in the Halo timeline. We're just squashing bugs. We're making it look really pretty. Uh, that ray tracing, yeah, that's in there. And then be like, oh, and also one last thing: multiplayer beta, June this to this. That E three week people would what, grab what their would pants. be E three week? Yes, just do it. Yeah, get people like like just so like built up because don't get me wrong i feel like the series x i love it i love playing it it's fantastic it's like it's a really good like solid console and i'm like this is this is great i want to play more games from them the medium i'm like yeah i really enjoyed like seeing what you had like give me something to kind of be like oh man i can't wait till this drops so a part of the bethesda acquisition is bethesda games and 20 games added to game pass uh thursday and friday um so there are some exceptions here, but I'll run through the list real quick. Uh, Dishonored Definitive Edition, Dishonored 2, Doom, Doom 2, Doom 3, uh, and Doom 64. Doom Eternal, Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, which I have never played. I have now downloaded because it's like, really? I really love it. I, I want to play it. I played it. I started it and I was like, well, this is rough, but <laughs> yeah. let's let's do this. Um, Oblivion, Skyrim Special Edition, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, Evil Within, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, New Vegas, Prey, Rage 2, Wolfenstein, New Order, Old Blood, and Young Blood, all added. Yeah. Um, there are some noteworthy little notes. Um, Morrowind is only on console and PC. Um, so there are notes next to these are console, PC, and oh, cloud. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, there is no cloud on uh, Elder Scrolls 3 or Oblivion. Um, there is no cons or there is no PC on online and there is only console on new Vegas. Everything else is, and I'm gonna have to try new Vegas. I hear people talk about, you've never played new Vegas, never played new Vegas. 
I got a funny story about Marvel. You, like, you, like, you said you like Fallout more than Oblivion yeah. or than Elder Scrolls, yeah. right? I'm going to have to go play New Vegas. You need to play okay. New Vegas. Um, real, real quick. Okay. Um, Dishonored Definitive Edition, uh, Elder Scrolls Skyrim, uh, Fallout, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, and Prey are all going to take advantage of the boost nice. in the graphics and everything else That's that they awesome. did for everything. So, well, what's your quick little story? So, a funny little story about Morrowind. So, before like getting an Xbox, that was like my first like kind of move into like disc based games. Like right. everything before that, it was like Nintendo 64. I never jumped on the GameCube train um, or PlayStation or anything at that point. But I was like, I when I got a play an Xbox because of Halo, I was like, I'm gonna try Morrowind because you know you look at the review scores and it was like nine whatever. Right. So my first like move in, and I'm like totally different game from what I'm used to playing. I'm just like, what is this? Like you know, a whole huge open world. You've got all these RPG stats and everything. And I remember going to somebody and they're like telling me the mission, like, hey, you need to go like find this guy. And I'm like, okay, doesn't give you any marker, doesn't kind of gives you like, this is kind of where they're at. And maybe it does lead you there a little bit more. But like, I was so unused to this type of game that I was just like, I don't, where do I even find this guy? Like, I had no clue. So I randomly traveled to the area. And I remember like going up like into the mountains or something. And I was by a cave and there was some guy and I was just like, hey, you know, do you know where this guy is? Like, that was like one of the promises. And like, as soon as I hit it, the guy's like, that's me. And he just started throwing <laughs> fireballs at me. And I was like, what is happening? I didn't expect this. Like, what is going on? And I didn't get far into it because I felt like as far as like leading you a direction, it didn't really like guide you at all. You just kind of right, had to, just... you had to experience the world, which for me at the time was not really what I was interested in. Right. I was like, I wanted more of like that guided, like, Hey, you're kind of going from A to B and this is where it wants you to go. And it'll tell you. And to have like a big, it was too much. I was like, this right. is too daunting. How am I ever going to figure anything out? Which I know some people love that style. Right. But well, I definitely, aside. you definitely, I definitely need you to play new Vegas. Cause I yeah. would love for your, God, um, such good things. Opinion on that. And I'm cur- curious. Basically, to and, and, and remember oblivion or not oblivion obsidian. Yeah. Is responsible yeah. for New Vegas. So. I wonder if they fixed any of the bugs. You, you said you're curious happened. about what? Uh, the boost. I'm curious oh, the, about yeah. like some of the boost. I've got, well, I don't have Fallout 4 downloaded right now, but I had it because I never finished it. I just couldn't get past a few of the last missions. I was like, I don't know. I was kind of losing interest near the end. Um, but I've heard that with the boost that people are like, man, this is like a different game. Like it just runs so smooth. Well, I'm going to definitely download Skyrim. Um, I find it interesting. Here's something I think they should do. For only games, Game Pass people, um, Elder Scrolls Online, get rid of the subscription for it if you are on Game Pass. Oh yeah, give let people have that. Make that a big selling point for mm-hmm. Game Pass. That'd be pretty cool. Get rid of the subscription, and every time you they've got a new um, DLC for it, straight there with you on Game Pass. That would by itself, I think. Yeah, that would definitely buy a lot of interest and in, in add value. Add value to which, one of the best deals in gaming, right. which there has been inklings again. I don't know if you've heard this of Ubisoft Plus also maybe coming to <sighs> maybe not the entire catalog that they right. have, but it's just like, oh my gosh, could you imagine? Like, if you have an Xbox, or even if you don't have an Xbox, if you have a PC, if you have a mobile phone, it's right. like. If you don't have Game Pass at this point and you like games, before I, I move to the next yourself. thing, do you think Microsoft can make another purchase this big and it be approved? Mm, you're, it's getting a little like murky. Then I think that's almost an acquisition that big. Like, it, who would it have to be? 
like Ubisoft. Throw that out there. Do you th- like? I mean, that's a huge studio. I don't know. I think if Microsoft is smart, go with like the smaller studios. Like, I think that would just be well, right. Tough. I guess my question is, do you think it would get approved? Are you getting more into that? Because like that was the big reason. That was one of the things they had to wait on. They had to wait for the American and the European people to say, you don't really look like you're um, I, I think that would push it a little too far. And I think they might would be like, no, this no. is getting to be a little bit too more of a monopoly. I think Bethesda was pushing it by itself because of, Well, and as long as it was taking, now granted, I know there's a lot of back things that have to happen for an acquisition actually, but yeah, like I was like, this may not happen. Like there's a possibility that they will not be able to sign this deal. And and to be fair, I think the only, the only real reason this even happened to begin with is because they've already had a close relationship with Bethesda. Like it's just, yeah. You kind of think that was like kind of together, like, you know, Bethesda and then it's like Microsoft. But yeah, I think another large acquisition I don't know. I think it might bring a little too much heat and they'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like, so last thing, uh, Phil Spencer, again, can't just give a solid straight answer, even though he says he is. And that's part of my biggest issue. Most honest man in gaming. <laughs> this is, he's not being dishonest. No, I know. He's just, but even he says, I'm going to play the audio. And what I'm actually going to do is drop the audio in on my computer but I'll play it here just for the sake of us so we can listen to it. He says he's going to be as clear as I can, which still is vaguely clear. But here's the audio from the roundtable that took place uh, two days ago. Uh, once the Bethesda acquisition had been finalized, and they did this whole hour-long thing talking about what they're excited about, never really saying anything new. Basically just the why, why everybody at both companies are excited for it. One of the biggest ones, Phil, is this question about exclusivity and how you think about that and how that's going to work with with Bethesda. Yeah, I see it. I see it in the community. I I listen to the podcasts and all the questions. (laughs) So I'm going to try to be as clear as I can uh, because that's what I I just think it's fair. So obviously I can't sit here and say every Bethesda game is exclusive because we know that's not true. There's contractual obligations that we're going to see through, as we always do in every one of these instances. We have games that exist on other platforms, and we're going to go support those games um, on the platforms they're on. There's communities of players. We love those communities, and we'll continue to invest in them. And even in the future, there might be things that have either contractual things or legacy on different platforms that we'll go do. But if we're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. And that's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building uh, and the creative capability we will be able to bring to market for our Xbox customers. I think it's going to be the best it's ever been for Xbox after we're done here. So still doesn't answer the question for me. It really doesn't. Because here, here's why it doesn't answer the question for me. Because you could say we have contractual obligations, death loop. You know, that type of thing. We're going to see those out. We're not changing those. Um, We're going to always support the things that we already have in place. But from this point forward, all Bethesda games that do not have a contract already applied will be on Xbox, anything that can play Game Pass, Xbox, PC, whatever. That is being 100% clear. What you're saying is, you, you're basically implying there are games that have contracts that you're not talking about. Does Starfield already have a contract with PlayStation? 
or do they already have one for Starfield? Do they already have one for Elder Scrolls Six? And I think those are the two biggest question marks. I my take is, and this is how I think they're going to handle it. I think they already have a promise in place for Starfield. I think they already have a promise in place for Elder Scrolls Six, and the reason I say those two specifically is because they have already promoted both of those games on PlayStation. I don't think there's anything in place for the next um, Fallout. I don't think there's anything in place for any other game. But because those two games are the next upcoming huge launches from Bethesda, and they don't want to piss off their fan base, they're not going to announce that till they have to. I think other than those two games, everything else comes out day and date first and probably only on Xbox or Microsoft products. And I'm fine with that. I get that. Sucks for people who like Fallout, but he's still not just saying it. And because of that reason alone, I'm like, dude, you say I'm going to be as clear as I can. It's uh, it's business speech gymnastics. It is, and he he nailed, is a master. He nailed the landing. He is a master at it. He always yeah. has been. He he said what he needed to say, which in my mind, it's kind of basically what you said. Whatever contracts exist, and if there was contracts already for Starfield and the Elder Scrolls, then yeah, they'll be cross. Right. There'll be cross platform. But if there aren't. They're going to be exclusive. Right. And he knows that he doesn't need to say that at this point. He doesn't need to say Elder Scrolls and Starfield are exclusive. But he knows also the way he put it that it's concerning enough for some people that only have PlayStation. Right. Maybe not a PC are like, well, crap. Do I need to get an Xbox now? And now, granted. And that's why I said they're not going to say anything until they have to. Exactly. And there's no announcements for when Starfield or... Um, Elder Scrolls is coming out, and you know, for, as far as we know, I mean, it could be another couple years. I mean, it could well, be they, this they, fall. Like, I don't they know. said, they're still several years away on uh, Elder Scrolls. Right, but there's Starfield. A, there's a lot like, of rumors that Starfield may drop at holiday. And that's what that's what it. I've been hearing is that people have been saying. And so you've got to imagine if Starfield was this holiday, yeah, there's probably you know contracts in place that have said, yeah, this is coming to PlayStation already. So like, we're not going to like break up that contract. And you know, there may be legal you know, implications or not implications, what I'm thinking, legal um, backlash. If you were to say, hey, this thing that was already going to become into PlayStation, now we're going to nix it. There may be right. litigation of saying, no, you can't do that. We already had stuff in place. So they're like, no, we're not even going to mess with it. We could get our lawyers involved in it and, you know, like hash us right. out and be like, we own them now. It's not coming to you. But it'd probably be easier to say, no, it's coming there too. Right. But I think, yeah, from the way he's saying it, as I'm like anything else, that's not, contractual and you know in all honesty some of the trailers that dropped like the indiana jones game maybe right. some of the reason they showed some of that before the ink was dry on the like contract is because they're like hey this was a plan for both right this wasn't planned for just one right because so like they said they knew what they were working on mm-hmm. that was why they did it yeah but here's the thing if microsoft knew what they were working on yeah. so did sony yeah so does because when they have these big things coming out they have to file patents oh, sure. and and things with the developer with the developers of the video game consoles, and so Sony knows what these are, and like and like I said, they've already promoted Elder Scrolls yeah. well, Six and, they need and their, Starfield. They for, need the development kits and everything to actually right. be able to be like, hey, this we need to test this game on here and see how right. it works. And so, not to mention, I think there is now. Granted, we're talking a lot of money with Microsoft, so yeah. like it doesn't really matter. But at the same time, when you've already put how much time and effort has already been put into making Starfield for mm-hmm. PlayStation. Now, granted, because you know I mean? they make it a time exclusive, 
Maybe yeah, that's possible. That's I mean, possible. even three months, six months, right. something like that. Cause they'd say, Hey, this is coming. I mean, and, and they also have the, it's coming to game pass. So it's like, they've right. got that and kind of fit in as like, if, if you have game pass, if you have Xbox, you're able to download that day and date. This is right. not like you're going to be waiting a couple weeks or a month. It's like, it'll be there available for you. And, I s- and that might be enough for some people to be like, you know what? I just want like all the stuff they've got right now. Right. And that's, and you can't find a damn console. <laughs> you can't find so a damn really, console. um, and I, I still think they shouldn't abandon any other console. I think you make, you give everybody the reason to get it on whatever you're, you're offering it on, mm-hmm. whether it's day and date on game pass, DLC, extra content, whatever, yeah. make them timed, make them. Yeah, cause whatever. I, would, I would love to I play don't... God of war on series X. I would love to play ghost of Tsushima on series X. Right. It would be nice to have those games there now. And, but like for, there, where we live in this world, there is a business that exists that they're like, hey, we do, you know, have measures and checks and balances. And this is what we want to kind of keep this right. exclusive to so that people are more interested in it. But it, it has gotten to the point where it's like, does that matter anymore? Like, I think there are the, the people that are going to be screaming about it and super loud. But I think they're the minority. Right. I think the rest of us would be like, I'd be happy for everything to come everywhere. Right. So that we could be like, enjoy this. I think as much as I dislike um, the guy, Randy, from... Oh, the Borderlands. What's his name? The guy that owns Borderlands Studios, the CEO, Randy something. That owns Gearbox? Gearbox. Yeah. What's his name? I, I don't, I don't really care for him as a person. Right. But he's talked about a one console, you know, generate like a someday it right. might be a one console like world. And it's like, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't, why not? That would be kind of nice just to have everything and be like, you can just play it on whatever you want. Right. Is it ever going to happen? No, because business exists and, you know, competition needs to be there. But, yeah, I think, yeah, what does it matter? But I think ultimately that is just telling that like moving forward, anything that doesn't have contracts exclusive. To so, something I found Xbox. hilarious was people kept that same interview and those same quotes. And you could see a half, half of the news articles out there were, well, sorry, PlayStation, you're not getting anything at all. Yeah. And then half of them were like, there's still hope for PlayStation. And I'm like, yeah. these people just don't. Well, no, and, and this is part of what they're playing into with yeah. their verbiage. And it's. Oh, for sure. Oh, so. But um, we've talked about next week doing a bracket and talking about for the International, for, Women's for International Women's Month. The greatest female video game characters can i give you my list so that if anybody oh, wants of, to add to what, us yeah yeah yes. so just so you know we yeah talking about doing a little bracket this is the characters i've come up with if you have any characters that you think we should include please just uh do we have an email do um, we have a twitter or anything i mean we have our twitter accounts are on the the thing um well just hit us up at twitter or whatever i'm at sam m spangler at psa prez yeah um but if you have another or on the to... facebook page at P- it's psa inc uh k on, on inc but here are the characters that i have so far if i don't list somebody that you think needs to be included let me know i've got glados from portal princess peach of course alex from half-life metroid slash samus daisy from the you know mario series uh, I think it's Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite. Um, and these are not necessarily playable characters. These are just characters. And these are not in an order. No, not in any order. The Little Sisters from Bioshock, I was like, I kind of got to put them in there. Just, they're interesting. Zelda, Jill Valentine from the Resident Evil, Kerrigan from StarCraft, Miss Marvel from the most recent um, Avengers game, Bayonetta from Bayonetta, and Sensua from Hellblade Sacrifice. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Um, 
Real quick question before we close out. What are your thoughts on that thing I posted about uh, Raccoon City theoretically being your hometown of Springfield, oh, yeah. Missouri? I didn't look at it. You didn't look at it? <laughs> so there's just been a, done yeah. a, a whole bunch of research and a theory that basically Raccoon City is based off of Springfield, Missouri. That'd be pretty funny. Would it? Yeah. I saw it, that. I need to go just back and pick up it. They make a lot of compelling arguments for why. And I was like, huh, hmm, it could be. Totally makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sir, as always, good seeing you. Likewise. Um, guess I'll talk to you next yeah, week. Yeah, next week. Enjoy yep. your games.